So as I'm driving through here, I'm reminded of a passage that uh, is actually one of my very favorites, especially in the Old Testament, but in general as a teacher, this is a passage I really love. Um, in the uh, book of Ezra, uh, at the end of verse 9 into verse 10, it says that the good hand of the Lord was upon Ezra, for Ezra had set his heart to study the law of the Lord and to do it and to teach its statutes and his rules in Israel. And, um, you know, again, as a teacher, that's a great passage. Uh, a similar passage is actually in Ezra's contemporary, Ezra's contemporary Nehemiah in uh, chapter 8, verse 8, where it talks about how they read distinctly from the law and everything. And so, you know, it's uh, as a teacher, again, this passages like that are really, really uh, favorites of mine. But the application of those passages doesn't only stop with, you know, those who maybe teach regularly or lead Bible studies or any of those kinds of things specifically. Obviously, there's a very direct application in that regard. But I would suggest that, uh, especially in this passage in Ezra, there's something to be taken from the pattern that Ezra, uh, that's that spoken of Ezra in that, in, that, uh, in that passage. Yeah, it says first off that he set his heart, or he prepared it, or he established as a uh, as a pattern this desire it's uh, it's like he settled the issue in his heart that he was going to study the law of the Lord and you know it was it was in the studying of the law of the Lord first that ultimately bore fruit in the teaching of the law but not only in the studying of it but the applying himself to doing it first so he studies the law he applies himself to living it out himself, and then he brings it before the congregation and begins to teach it to them. Uh, and in that pattern, there is something there for us uh, as, you know, as teachers or, or, or frankly, just as straight up believers. You know, we, we open the scriptures on a daily basis. Hopefully we take time personally to both read them, to have devotional time in them, to consider them both in terms of a deep study and, 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 and just daily devotional, brief as it might be, we saturate ourselves in the Word. It becomes something central to our lives, but it doesn't become that if we don't first settle that issue in our hearts, that we're going to do that. In other words, Ezra prioritized it, and that began, uh, or that became a central feature of his life. And uh, as believers, again, not even just teachers, I mean, for me, there's, you can almost argue that as a pastor, not just myself, but anyone who teaches regularly, uh, of course, somebody like that's going to have to be in the Word every day because you, you're supposed to, right? You're teaching. You need to be in it every day. But we shouldn't make the mistake of thinking that that kind of a commitment to the Word is reserved for just teachers. It's something that every believer, from the moment they begin to walk with the Lord until the day we go to see Him, uh, would do well to apply ourselves to, to settle that issue in our hearts that the Word of God is going to be primary. It's going to be central. It's going to be something that we pour over. Um, and, as I was commenting a moment ago, not just devotionally, but also in terms of study. Um, it's helpful to read the Proverbs daily. It's good to read the Psalms. But if that's the only thing we really read, because they bring us a measure of comfort, but we never really go beyond those, those writings, uh, I think we rob ourselves of a tremendous wealth that could provide a basis to grow deep in our relationship with God. And it's easy to just 
when we need comfort to try and go to the familiar passages, you know, uh, Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, or passages like this that are meaningful and important for us to understand and to apply to our lives. But there is so much more to the word than just those few passages. And it was said of Ezra, tradition holds that Ezra was able to quote uh, enormous passages of scriptures. If I'm, if, I'm, if I'm not misunderstanding or not misremembering, uh, I think I actually had uh, come to understand that Ezra would actually be able to quote entire books of the Old Testament, which is really saying something. Now, a lot of us struggle to remember passages or the addresses where they show up and that kind of a thing, and so I'm not saying those things to make it seem like if you can't memorize a whole book of the Bible that somehow there's something wrong with you, but there's something to be said for the commitment that goes into wanting to be able to have at your disposal that body of scripture that you've just sort of allowed it to soak into your heart and into your mind through the repetitious uh, the repetition in reading it and familiarizing ourselves with it. Uh, I envy that personally. I, I, I long for that kind of a memory that can recall large passages like that. But even though I can't necessarily remember long passages, I still take it upon myself to study the Word of God with real intention to know it and understand it. Uh, and that is something that I think has benefited me tremendously in the course of my walk with Christ. It's kept me from getting into uh, strange doctrines, it's kept me from just hanging out on certain hobby horse kinds of things, and instead it's given me a fuller, richer, more well-rounded understanding of the nature and character of God. And it's also, in, in studying these things, it's important to recognize, too, that it's not just that we study them, but then we personally live them out. You know, we apply those things personally first to ourselves before we then bring it to others and explain to them how to live it out. Uh, again, that particular aspect may fall more on the shoulders of teachers uh, than, than of your average Christian a lot of times. But even as an average Christian, we oftentimes share things about our faith, what it means to walk with God, and so, since we do that, it's important that we have first-hand knowledge of what it means to live those things out, to walk in those ways. And so, you know, we purpose in our hearts to study the law of God and to do it, and then to share it with others. Um, you know, and, and, and there's something reflexive about that in terms of how the, we lead into that passage, and that's that the good hand of God was upon Ezra, and it connects that next passage, for Ezra set his heart to study the law of the Lord, to do it, and to, and to teach its statutes. Uh, God does bless the study of his word. God does bless the effort of trying to walk in his ways as we glean them from scripture. And so let me just encourage you to take the time, if, if you're not prone to studying the word, you're prone to reading it, periodically opening up maybe a devotional book, or maybe you have a, or a, you know, a book to read devotionally in the scripture, or maybe you just read a devotional book that has scripture in it. Let me encourage you to approach the scriptures, not as an intimidating book to, uh, to be sort of avoided and left to the professionals to, to teach, but let me encourage you to open it up right now, even this morning or, or sometime today. Go to a book of the Bible, maybe start with a short one if it's intimidating to open up and study, but maybe go to something like 1 John or, um, you know, or, uh, you know, the Gospel of John. I mean, just whatever it might be, something that just gives you the opportunity to read and to read through an entire book.
and do it prayerfully with the intention of looking at what's being said, understanding the context of it, obviously, but looking at what's being said with the intention of living out those principles therein. Uh, again, context is important, you know? Like there's a passage in the Bible that says Judas hanged himself. Well, obviously there's not an application there we want to personalize, but I'm being a little tongue in cheek here. But context does matter. But don't be intimidated by the thought of studying the scriptures. Look at it as a joy, an opportunity to get to know the Lord. If it's a little bit difficult at first, it gets easier as you spend more time. But let me encourage you to do it, to recognize that this is your opportunity and privilege. And so let me actually pray for you right now. Uh, even as I often pray as I open up the Word and begin to study it. I'm driving, so I'm going to keep my eyes open. Don't think I'm not praying that for real. But Father, we just want to come before you, and we want to take these ideas that we've been talking about, the idea of studying the Word of God and applying it, and then being willing to share it and then bring it to others and explain it to others and help others to do the same. Father, help us to be students of your Word, and if that's intimidating for us, Help us to just start with bite-sized chunks that you can just bless our efforts and understanding and help us to see the fruit that comes from walking in your ways as we study them. We thank you, Lord, for your grace that when we mess up and we make mistakes or we misunderstand something, we're not, you know, going to be stomped on by you or anything like this, but rather like a small child in the view of his father, uh, you'll help us and you'll kind of show us the way, how to study and how to learn and how to grow. So, Father, we thank you for examples like Ezra, who not only studied, but actually actually personally sought to apply the things that he read in the Word before he ever even thought about trying to help others to do it. Help us to have the mindset like his. And, Father, we just pray for your help in this. And we love you and we thank you for your Word, for giving it to us in the first place. And we just ask you to help us understand it and to walk in it and then to share it. Father, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for watching, and we'll look forward to catching up with you next time. If you have any comments or questions or uh, want to interact, uh, please feel free to comment on our YouTube channel or uh, on my personal website at parsonspad.com. Uh, you can also email me on our church website at calvarychapelfranklin.com or my website at Parsons, Parsons Pad. But we'll look forward to catching up with you next time. Thanks for watching, and God bless you as you go about reading His Word and knowing it. In Jesus' name, amen.